Everybody welcome Garth Freeman to the microphone stand. Yay. <laughs> I'm 65, and that means I was born two things. It means I was born in the middle of the last century. Times were very, very different then. And the second thing is I can now be a curmudgeon because I'm 65, and so I thought I'd take this opportunity to, uh, to rant a little bit, uh, talk about some things that bother me. One of the things that, doesn't, that does not bother me is every time I come to these, these storytelling events, I get kind of inspired. Somebody always tickles something. And we came in and we missed with Sarah starting out, but I listened to John and John's stories about when he was uh, a bit younger and, and the fact that he had realized and was trying to explain to his wife that there were some differences between boys and girls. Uh, it, it brought back some memories for me. Now, it seems like we have a real problem with hyperactivity. It's something that you hear about in the news all the time. Uh, boys, in particular, have problems. And it occurred to me fairly quickly after hearing about this that that's the very definition of boys. Anybody who has been in a classroom with a nine-year-old boy knows what hyperactivity is. So I'm going to go back to when I was about nine years old, and I, and I really, uh, I'm, I'm winging this, unfortunately. Uh, I'm not the storyteller. When I, when I talk about being from a different generation, from a different era, the middle of the last century, I was fortunate enough to live in a time where, where the spoken word, where oral tradition was really still a major force. And my grandmother was one of the great storytellers of all time. She was, she was one of a family of ten. And, she and I, I don't know which of them was the, the best educated, but I'm sure one of them must have graduated from grammar school. <laughs> they lived in Brooklyn. They did incredible things. And I, I, if I could be, uh, tell a story uh, half as interesting as she could, I'd, I'd be thrilled. But anyway, back in the 50s, when I was about 9 or 10 years old, and every bit the sort of boy that John was talking about, I was going to grammar school. And we would go out on the playground and we would do things like taunt each other to see who would eat the chocolate-covered ants and who would eat the chocolate-covered bees. And then we'd play marbles and we'd wrestle and we would fight and we'd break up into gangs, the fourth grade against the fifth grade, that sort of thing. Uh, and, and so we, we had fun, not quite Tom Sawyer, but sort of reminiscent of that. We had some great teachers. Teachers are important, and, and some of them I remember and some of them I don't. My fourth grade teacher was Mr. Marty, and why I remember that name I don't know, other than the fact he was a lovely person. Mr. Marty, uh, well, like so many of the teachers in grade school, and I don't know if this happens anymore, but teachers stick with you throughout the whole day. You might have one class where you went somewhere else, certainly for gym, and certainly when you went out for recess and beat up on each other. Most of the day was Mr. Marty, and, and he was, as I say, a lovely teacher, and just, I remember him as being a very sweet, gentle man. 
Now, it, it turns out that Mr. Marty's favorite portion of the day was the music class. Uh, Mr. Holland's opus, that's the sort of thing. He lived for music. The rest of it just sort of went through the day. And as I, I said early on, I would really like to be able to sing, but I can't. Not even remotely can I sing. And as a nine-year-old boy, I had very little interest in singing, which meant during music class, I talked, I prodded my friends, I traded spitballs, didn't pay too much attention to music. Now, my grandmother used to tell, as I said, wonderful stories and some stories that were a little gory. And one of her favorite genre, I would guess you'd say, is about madmen. And her favorite quote, I guess, was, they just snap. They're just normal. They go along normal, and then they snap. Well, this was my only encounter with madness. Mr. Marty, the lovely teacher who loved music, apparently did not appreciate it when I was prodding and poking and trading spitballs, and he cracked. Mr. Marty turned red. He, he raced down the aisle. He picked me up. And in that era, if you're a sports fan at all, you know that now in the NBA and in college, when people dribble, you can carry the ball. Well, he didn't, and he dribbled me down the, <laughs> down the, the whole row, slammed me across the, uh, the room, against the wall, and out into the corridor. And, and today, I guess uh, there'd be a lot of problems with that, but at that time, I, I got out in the corridor and checked my bones, and, and, and I was still alive, and I was happy, and I was uh, not going to carry this tale to my parents, <laughs> because more might have happened at that point. That was my encounter with madness, and I'm not sure what I learned, but I've remembered it my entire life. Thanks, Gar.